0: And on top of that, the person who wired the money is actually in the banking industry. So, oh my goodness! Uh, Eighty-three thousand dollars, roughly, was mm. wired to the bad guy.
1: This is Las Vegas Real Estate now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Rick, I know you came with some stories. I mean, we talk about this all the time, don't we, Rick? We talk all, about all the time. I mean, it, honestly, it's it's such an important, critical topic. But wire fraud is so so prevalent right now in our society, and so. And, and
0: so prevalent in real estate, and I know you had some issues come up. Let's let's talk about that. What we're talking about is when somebody is intentionally giving you false information, so that you will wire money to them. And and how it works? There's a there's a bunch of different ways that they do it, but at the end of the day, it all boils down to one thing: they're intercepting communication and inserting themselves into the transaction as a false. Agent of false title person or escrow person. The most recent situation happened where the agent's email was duplicated. There was a a name change. And not only was the agent's email duplicated, this was a good one. They took a chain of emails that was from back and forth from title. Wow. And actually changed the first two emails, one from title and one from the agent, to falsified. So if they would click anything in those first two emails... It would have went to the bad guy's email. The wiring instructions don't change from the earnest money deposit to the closing funds. Mm -hmm. So what happened here was there was an email that was sent out that that changed them. During that whole time in that process, there was no communication from the agent until it was time to close. The agent sent an email and said, it's time to close escrow. The following email said, here's your wiring instructions. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so that was the, the issue. But the client had already signed their documents and were handed wiring instructions at that time. And looking at the <laughs> wiring instructions that, that they were given, a bunch of red flags just on that. The, yeah. the account name was in a person's name. wasn't even in our name. Oh, my goodness. Um, it was a, a small bank in a, another city that okay. no one's even heard of. Right. And on top of that, the person who wired the money is actually in the banking industry. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. Uh, $83,000 roughly was... Yeah wired to the bad guy so we have protocols that we follow um the first thing is we have to call metro we have a direct line to metro uh investigation so we call them we have a contact person that uh okay we get a hold of and they start the process we tell the client who wired the money to call their bank we go as far as telling the client to call the bank they wired the money to right and not that anything's going to happen but tell that bank that that account number is received a wire, tell them the amount that it received, and it's fraudulent. Right. And that you're requesting that money be frozen because it's fraud. Right. They may not do it, but at least you have, you're on record saying right. that you that right. did. Um, so that, that's basically what happens. And sometimes they're successful in getting the money back, sometimes they're not.